Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Welcome to Strictly Forbidden Flavors Podcast. Hosted by Marcus Edwards, co-host Zone, and featured guest. We hope you enjoy today's episode full of grown and sexy, grown and sexy, down and dirty, dirty, adult-minded content. All unscripted with no hidden agendas. Let the flavor begin. Yeah, I I agree, and I think sometimes uh, <clears throat> when parents, especially you know, mothers or somebody, say that uh, kind of stuff to their kids, I think subconsciously the kids either think they're not worth it, or they go on trying to um, repair some broken relationship. Uh, you know, and it's I don't know, it, it could be sour baby mother situations, but. I personally, right? Uh, I think anybody that just walks away from, like, walks away from their kids and not involved, you really didn't want them. That's just the truth. You really didn't want them. Like, there's nothing nobody can tell me to keep me out of my kids' life. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I, I know I wanted them. You know what I'm saying? Even if me and their mother is not seeing eye to eye, um, I'm one of them people that you're gonna always like. I'm always be making noise. I'm gonna always be you know letting you know I'm around or something like that, right? And and that's because I want them, right? But like if you and I I know it sucks because a lot of people like and I get it. Some women are crazy, but like is that what you want to tell your kids and get older? Oh, your mother was so crazy I couldn't even try to be with you or deal with you at all. It's nothing you could do. It's nothing you can do. That's a weak ass. Uh, that's a weak ass like excuse. In my opinion, I wouldn't accept that shit. You know, me growing up, like I don't fuck. Like I ain't fucking my father. My father was gone, and then he kind of he kind of tried to pop up. Um, when I was like eighteen, nineteen, nigga, it's done now, nigga. You, you ain't ain't nothing like like I don't play that. Like I ain't looking for no emotional patch, and I don't want to hear your story nothing like that, nigga. Because you're gonna tell me. You found a way to pop up after all this time when all the little significant moments is gone, and you think I'm supposed to just be there with open arms? Because boy, blood don't play a fucking factor to me like that at all. And that's yep. and a lot, a lot of them, a lot of people misuse blood. They they misuse that them blood ties because you got to think about it, us as black people too. I can't speak about that. We think blood ties is everything. We get people passes. We get people passes for blood. You know why people be having, and I don't. I'm not saying everybody. People be having molesters in their family and, and, and abusers in their family. It's not, but because of blood, they try and deal with this a different way. They ain't, if if it was somebody else, they would lock. They got their ass locked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So all these things, all these things coming to coming to coming to play into factor when you know uh, you, you you instill those things subconsciously into kids. And regardless of the fact that we don't think it hurts or not, you know what I'm saying kids hold on to that shit. And then yep. they end up they end up living their life trying to figure out, you know, the things that they the seeds you plant in their head that, you know, even like even all the good moments you can have with a kid. If you say something like that, they still when they go through whatever they go through in the life, they gonna harp on that stuff. They're not gonna harp on the good yep. stuff. They forget everything. So my brothers out there, man, I know I know the, I know the game is hard, but, you, I, you know, you know, what's, what's crazy. I did see and I don't know if this is true or not. I did see that. 
for the first time, and don't quote me on this, anybody, because I saw it. I don't know if it was a shared meme or if it was even relevant. Re- I mean, uh, recent or like that. They said that uh, two parent homes is at seventy percent for the first time in like the last x amount of years. It's like a long about about a year. So I don't know if that's true or not. But if that is the case, that means people are trying to be together. I don't know if they've been together for the right or wrong reasons. Hold on, though. Mm-hmm. Saying that is it a two parent household with the original dad, the birth dad, or a two parent household where another nigga stepped in and decided to take care of what you created? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look into. Yeah, and I didn't look. I didn't look into all that. And it's it's probably it's probably it's it's probably a mix of the second more so. And then you also know, you know, in today's society, it could be two women they they consider two parents, two men mm-hmm. consider two parents. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so yep. I, I I feel like the numbers are a little bit skewed because of that. Cause they're not, they not they didn't say they just said two parent. They didn't say male female uh, original parent original parents together. They didn't say any of those things like that. So. Uh, that is that is key because a lot a lot of people do come into step parents, which I feel like step parenting is probably one of the most difficult things in the world, in my opinion, um, just because of the fact that um, you come in loving somebody else and it's a gamble, right? Because of the fact, well, the reason why it's a gamble, why I say it's a gamble is because blood ties all the time. People feel because they got blood ties. Somebody feel like they can somebody feels like they can walk away from you for 18, 20 years and somebody else stepped in and did the shit that you that you supposed to do and they feel like they have the right <laughs> they feel like they had a right to come in and just like, yeah, I'm back now or yeah, I want to be involved. Like this is some fucking checker game or something. You know what I'm saying? So like that's why I said step parenting is hard because you know I'm quite sure step parents, if they if they good step parents, they they input something to that. You know what I'm saying? They was there, and you know what I'm saying. And the only thing you want to reward, you know, with that is, you know, the, the appreciation for what you did. Not somebody coming in and didn't appreciate you, and coming in trying to reap all the benefits when you grown. That shit is some sucker shit to me. I, I'm sorry, like that's some sucker shit to me. I never condone that at all. And one thing I will say about um um young Dolph, right? Young Dolph was like he don't sign anybody. That ain't doing for their family or doing for their kids. He said that straight up. He said that straight up. He said, You ain't on my team if you ain't handling your responsibilities. He said, I ain't, he said, I'm not for all of that. You know what I'm saying? You trying to be a rapper and doing this, and you're going to be telling your kids, Oh, I'm on the road and I'm doing this and fucking hoes or whatever you might be doing. I love the fact that he was a gangster rapper, but he had a like a moral, like, Nah, you ain't coming up in here with this label being no bum. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people would do. Oh, I'm chasing the money. I'm chasing this, and you losing sight of everything else that you know that that you that you should have been involved in. We don't get this life back, you know. So, shout out to all the step parents out there because that is a that is that is a pretty hard a hard road to take because you put your you put your heart on the line as a step parent if you're a good step parent. Now, some people are bad step parents, and that's why you know I guess the step step parent is stigmatized. But there are some good ones out there who try to be it, and some loser can come in and just take. Everything you contributed to because they got blood ties and that kind of hurt. I'm quite sure that kind of hurts men or women, right? Men, 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 no women. You know what I'm saying? So I think we as a community need to stop putting so much uh, weight on blood and more so on actions. Who really, who really real for you? Because your own family can be shit. To be honest with you, your own family can be shit. Like the fact that, and I'm not trying to harp on this, but the fact that like, you tell your dad you love him, he don't say that shit back. Like, come on, man. Like really, and you think you supposed to like, and, and still a part of you still trying to like, you still want that, you know what I'm saying? You still want that, and after so long, he still ain't saying it. 
So what, yep. gonna, what, what we gonna do? Go get go get mad at another man who like who might be your stepdad or some or uncle or something like that, just telling you that and you and you like you know what I'm saying? They they, they taking the, the right that they have and the power they have and just abusing it, you know. And it's it's being selfish, you know. It's being it's being selfish, you know. what I'm saying you much older now. You think you don't deserve a damn? I love you. The fact that you still trying shows you still want that part completing you, and he ain't giving it to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like that that's hurtful to know because like. I bet you if he said it one time, you'd probably be so content if he said it one time. You'd be so content. All you, just to say, like, man, something after all these years, you know, something clicked and touched him to say the shit back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, and that, that that's tough to do. And I know you are just an example of a lot of people that probably deal with the same stuff. And some are probably more bullheaded than others. You know what I'm saying? That situation that people walk around with, with voids and stuff like that and be functioning every day, man. It's, it's not, I hate having these conversations, man, because I mean, I get real like, uh, amped up over this because it's real life stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's real life stuff. And highlighting this is like we be knowing some of these problems, but some people can still do fucked up stuff anyway. You know what I'm saying? We be knowing we, we know shit is we know certain shit is and problems. You know, and we, we still like just allow the shit to happen anyway. Most of the time in our lives, um uh we are repeating, you know, faults of other people. People been through situations like that before, and but people just we ain't growing as a, as a society, we ain't growing. That's why the fuck we still deal with racism and stuff like that. Even nowadays, we know fucking racism is wrong. We know whatever certain shit is wrong, whatever they do, but we still doing it because people just refuse to like try to grow from it. So let me get off my damn. You don't hype me up with this. Let me get off my <laughs> no, it, it really high. is. But like I said, when you find out, it's like I said, if you have multiple kids in the house and you find out you're the oopsie baby and you realize it, it hurts because you go. So you wanted them, but you really didn't want me. But you had me because what? Black folks didn't believe in abortions too often. Black mm. folks didn't want to say I killed that baby because what they're going to do, go to hell because of sin. So mm. black, back then you were obligated to have it because you didn't want to go to hell. You mm. thought that God was going to judge you. I'd rather you had swallowed me or, or went on to abort <laughs> me versus, you know, bringing me in as a oopsie baby. And it ties into uh, the same thing. Black folks, when we always talk about not not um, having relationships, we're not no longer courting women. We're just sleeping with each other. We're dating. We're not courting. So mm. dating means your options are open. Y'all are fucking with no plans or goals down the line. But when, again, I'm still, I'm not modern nor traditional. It's just what I noticed. When mm-hmm. you're courting that person, you plan that baby. You plan that we're going to get married one day and perhaps maybe make a kid or we're planning to get married even though we already made the kid. But when you're dating, you just fuck, 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 and you go without mm-hmm. a condom thinking, okay, maybe one day he'll marry me. But for real, for as soon as you pop, as soon as the baby pop up, there go your oopsie kid, the one that mm-hmm. he wasn't expecting, but he was still running up in you raw. And we allow it with no goals or future plans. We don't think like, you know, five years from now, you think we're going to still be together? And, you know, what if I get pregnant? No, you don't talk about that until the oopsie's already here. Oh, guess what? I'm pregnant. That motherfucker's looking like, shit, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. But she's pregnant. I know it's mine. Or oh, I'm guessing it's mine. So I guess I got to take care of it. I don't know if you remember the episode of Fresh Prince when his dad came back after all those years. And Will was so happy to see his dad. Mm-hmm. Phil did mm-hmm. all that work. Put that step mm-hmm. on 
put in all that work to make sure he got where he needed to be. College and all of that. Dad pops back up into the picture and he never really addressed like, I truly love you, son. He was just there reaping the fact that Will became a good young man. And the minute Will was ready to take, like you said, the blood, he was ready to take his dad and run with him. What's the first thing dad did? Dad dipped the fuck out and did not come back. And what did he ask Uncle Phil? Why don't he love me? Mm -hmm. That episode really hit. I mean, it hit hard. And you sat there like, damn, he came and fed him all these pipe dreams. Like, you know, the mom wasn't around. The mom did what she could, but you stepped up after he grew up. And what Uncle Phil say, I took care of you. You're mine. Or whatever he said to me, I don't remember exactly what he said to him, but it still ties into what I was saying. When you're the oopsie kid with no plans, no goals of a real relationship, you were just fucking. This is what we get. And it doesn't affect the parents because, like you said, the stepdad comes in and that kid does not want to really give his love to the stepdad because mm -hmm. the real dad doesn't want him. In his mind is, no one is ever going to want me if my dad don't want me. Mom mm -hmm. just got me because she, you know, it's a trap house thing. I try to trap mm -hmm. dad. Boom. Now you're here. So you are mm -hmm. an oopsie baby, whether she says it or not. Now, the doja said, yeah, even though we didn't plan to have you, you are the greatest joy in my life. I love you with every part of me. That makes a difference in your oopsie kid's life. Mm -hmm. Now, when your older sibling finds out they were playing and you weren't, it affects again. how. See, everything has a broke down moment for me. You really dig deeper into it. You go like, damn, that child knows they were wanted. They knew they were loved. You are, what if they didn't love me? Do they really love me? And the kid that's loved and planned is the one that you kind of cater to more than the one you didn't plan. That's the mm -hmm. one that knows and feels the difference. That's the one that can tell they really weren't wanted. Not going to say always, most times. They know they weren't wanted because they weren't planned. You're just here. So now you're here with your little sister or brother. So I guess I'm going to keep your little bastard ass. And you know what I'm saying? And that's just mm -hmm. how you make the child feel. Because the older one, the one that was playing, is going to remind them. That's why they didn't really want you. It mm -hmm. affects the psyche. No matter what people try to tell you it don't, it does. It definitely mm -hmm. does. It'll affect your psyche to the day you die. Even when they're turning on their deathbed, it's going to still affect their mind like, damn, dad. And you're going to try to hope to get that confession before they die. At least tell me you love me before you die. If he tell you, yeah, you weren't playing, but son, I really loved you. I'm proud of the man you have become. That You wanted to hear that when you were 20. You, it, mm -hmm. it, might, I mean, it might help you now that you're 50, but at that point, motherfucker, I'm, I'm retired. My kids mm -hmm. are grown. Fuck you and what you said. And that's just how I really, I mean, I'm telling you, it, I probably went a little bit deeper than I should have. But I'm telling you, after, like, seriously, I'm telling you, that that episode of Fresh Press, and I was looking at it, even though I don't really watch the show, I looked at it and it stayed in my mind to this day. And then when mm -hmm. Denzel's little scene came, if I could find a scene, I was I would tell it to you. But if you I heard that's, line, that's the that's the movie with Viola Davis in it. I don't know. I don't watch Denzel watching the movies. I don't know. Not saying I don't watch oh. the movie. I don't, oh. I don't haven't watched, let me say, I haven't watched movies oh, in almost Lord. four or five years because I don't really watch TV. I don't really watch movies. Not that I don't like Denzel because I love Denzel. It's just that I really don't watch TV like that. So oh, I really heart. don't know. My heart hurt. I'm serious. I, I don't get to I don't watch TVs and movies. Think about it. I work two jobs. I don't spend my time really watching a lot of things. By the time I see it, it'll probably be on TV, Turner Classic Network. You know that channel, TNT. So that's what I'm saying. But if it is a movie, the words that they say stick close to home because whoever wrote it either dealt with that or understand it with a hundred percent of everything they wrote. Mm. I agree with that, but yes, yeah, um, you know, the more I've been starting a podcast stuff, and I, I, I don't try to be 
excuse me, all deep like that all the time. But people in general and black people, we got a lot of psychological uh, barriers to to overcome. And I feel like we, a, a lot of us ignore it. And for a long time, right? And I, I hate to bring up slavery because, but I hate to bring up slavery, but I feel like for this particular topic, it actually does make a lot of sense, right? We were broken down mentally to become slaves, right? And I feel like we've never fully recovered, like thinking on our own, thinking for ourselves. It's still a lot of mentalities that's like embedded into us, thought process wise. Just the fact that we think, and it's starting to get a little bit better normalizing now, but we just think like, oh, you're going to get help or therapy or something like that. You're crazy. You see what I'm saying? And, oh, I'm going to deal with all of these. Uh, and we just, all we're doing is passing down trauma, passing down trauma, passing down trauma, passing down trauma through all of these generations and stuff like that. And because we was like, oh, you know, we've been through this, we've been through that. We can always overcome it. Then we just, you know, then our music is always about overcoming. But the underdog role is good to have, but not, it's, that doesn't mean you don't, you don't take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That I mean, you know, and we we stopped taking care of ourselves like we really did. And uh, you know, it's crazy. I don't know. I forgot. I know. I, I know the episode. I mean, I, I think I know the podcast. But somebody's like, "Oh man, Russell was square or something like that." You know what? I, I, you know, I think you, you, know, you might have saw it, like Tom Russell Wilson. Oh, he is square. You know, darn well he is square. Something like that. Something about like, that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, so bro, like he don't bother nobody. He ain't beefing with nobody. Cause somebody take pride. Cause this and and this is the this is the reason why you know what I'm saying women sometimes attracted to bad boys stuff because they making him out of a joke. Cause he cause he he took he took some because they're like oh Sierra was chasing the streets now she didn't chase the streets right she got a feel good story now y'all talking about he a sucker and he this and that bro he don't even talk about nobody let that man let that man live his life and do what he doing you know what I'm saying that's just so like we even t- we tear each other down through every angle even when somebody's doing good i guarantee you Martin Luther king was fucking alive today they would be talking about oh he a sucker oh you ain't fighting back you a sucker you know what i'm saying back when he did something bold enough in them days i feel like a lot of niggas probably wouldn't even do nowadays to be honest with you niggas be go get the gat quick <laughs> they go get the gat quick you know what i'm saying so like people people be calling him oh he a sucker blah 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 which i know i i, I like michael max personally myself but you know what I'm saying? I still understand the importance of what people did in them times. I'm not about calling nobody no sucker. Or say because somebody is he is a sucker. No, I'm kidding. I'm saying whenever whenever somebody do something for the benefit of somebody else, like he did something, I ain't saying that man was perfect. He had his little dirt and he did his shit and all that stuff like that too. But at the same time, a lot if you think about it, a lot of people selfish. How many people you know that would do something for somebody outside of themselves nowadays? It's it's not a lot of people. A lot of people all about their little circle or about their little hustle. You know what I'm saying? It's it's promoted nowadays. Not trusting too many people and keep your circle small, all that stuff like that. Cause a lot of people don't trust each other. And a lot of people ain't sacrificing themselves for nobody else outside of themselves. And the the fact of the matter is that because we know the world's like that, we all gotta be like that. Cause we know people out there trying to, you know what I'm saying, that you they can't be trusted. So it's 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 a lot of trauma, man. It's a lot of psychological issues and I hear the pain. And so many podcasts and so many conversations and so many situations that our people as adults are just now realizing all the shit they went through and they just now getting the courage to be able to talk about it. And that's kind of that. That's, I feel kind of bad over that, man. When, women go, women go probably go through a lot more than men do because y'all get the brash into the stick a lot. And then, you know, uh, 
the rest of the world, you know, all also, you know, y'all not y'all not protected like y'all should be, and that's kind of that's kind of fucked up, you know what I'm saying? And, and don't say women, it. black women. No, don't black say women. women. You said women. No, no, no. Women aren't um, least protected. Black women are least protected. There is a big difference. We black women carry the world on their shoulder. White women never have to carry that same world. They will never understand the psychological damage. They will never understand the struggles of coming from a certain environment. They are trailer trash. Don't get me wrong. But they can come out the trenches like a white woman that's a blonde. She can dig out the trenches faster than a black woman with dreads. You see what I'm saying? The the psychological psychological damage between the two is totally different. When when we do something, it is always a reminder of we're single black black women our baby fathers are locked up our men are uh, forsaking us for other races white women would never get that you're never going to hear oh he left you for a nigga but you are here oh he left you for a white woman it's psychologically damaged you have went to the enemy just like that and then want to justify why you're with the enemy that's why i say black women are the least respected and the least protected i don't knock white women for having struggles but their struggles are never be our struggles our slavery mentality it's always, and I think it's funny because one of my, my son, my son is 20, my 27 year old. He said, mom, and this is why I said again, jumps up a little bit. He said, mom, he said, I don't understand why white black men feel they got to kiss the white man's ass and climb up on them and, you know, go snitch to them for every little thing, even on the job. And I said, well, that's the psychological damage that we have. We believe if we go and tell on our own, the white man is going to accept us and they do it every day on their job. Like not to jump subjects because I quit my job. I literally quit my job about two weeks in a day and I quit. I put it in at six o'clock this morning because of that exact sentiment. I am the only female supervisor on my job out of all three shifts. And guess who is the least respected and the least protected i am i am the least respected and the least protected because what the white man is over everybody else and guess who he comes down on first he always finds i mean it's it's what two it's eight of us it's eight supervisors in total two you know two on a weekday and two on the weekends well three on the weekday three on the weekends and guess who we call every monday through thursday well saturday sunday sunday every saturday through monday he always finds something wrong with anything i've done but yet the men I ain't never heard him say nothing bad about them. Ned nothing. And I say again, I told him, I said, y'all know what? I said, I quit. And everybody said, don't leave. I said, no, because see, one thing about me, I'm a black woman. I have my pride. I have my integrity. And that's not something I'm going to walk away from and let you just stomp on over because you're white. I ain't never sucked the white man's dick. I ain't never going to cater to that white man. Because again, you're not going to make me feel less because I'm a female and I'm black. And like I said, again, when all the stuff came at that job and this, like I said, it's, it all ties into everything that I was talking about my dad, everything. My dad never gave me the inspiration to say, you know, hold it down. I had to do all of that by myself. What didn't kill me made me stronger. So when I'm in there, I'm the only female. And like I said, I don't argue with the people. But when I came in, a lot of shit changed. And guess who they didn't like was the person that changed a lot of shit. I made shit simpler. I made the guys going because again, really, it's only like four, four, maybe four females out of 20 of them. And I'm the only female supervisor. So when I came in, I, I changed the day shift a little bit. And then I went to the night shift and I really changed the night shift to where them guys come to work. The shit is so simple that when people come in, everything's already pre-written and everything is pre-done. They don't have to ask for nothing. But guess who he finds flaws in? The black woman. 
And not one of those brother protects me and say, hey, she's changed a lot here. I appreciate what she done. You know, the first thing they do, they go like, well, she did this and she did that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to quit. I said, because what y'all not going to do is break my mental. I'm not a slave and nor am I a sucker. I'm not coming to tell you everything my people do because y'all don't pay me enough to snitch. So guess what happens? They say, oh, we don't want you to leave. I don't give a damn. I'm gone. My two weeks went in just like that. I did what I could. I went to God. I'm not even going to say because I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a Bible person, but I'm a spiritual person. I went to God. And I said, God, look, I can't do this no more. I said, because he's not going to break my psyche. He's not going to break my spirit nor my mental. I quit. I got another job. I got my other job back. But the point is, see how God mm-hmm. works it out. But it's just to mm-hmm. go to show the mental of my black people. Black women are the least protected and the least respected. Now, you may be one of the few out of, you might be one out of 20 guys that will protect us black women, that will that will hold us black women down. But them other 19, they go kiss the white man's ass. If that white man says, suck my dick right now, he could be like, I ain't really trying to suck your dick, master. But if you ain't telling nobody, I'm going to go ahead and pull your pants. I'm going to suck your dick. See, and that's what my mentality is. Mentally, we are conditioned to run to the white man and turn our back on our own. But I'm not built like that. I'm built to say, hey, I got two black sons. I'm not teaching my sons to kiss the white man's ass nor suck his dick at all. I don't give a damn. And it's a little bit jump on subject because I know you see um, it goes into I know I'm tired because it goes into that's a different subject. We're going to touch on that another later. That was the topic I want to talk to you about when I said open the topics. I know you seen Dwayne Wade's son. Zion. Yeah, we can talk about that another time. I ain't talking about that right now. <laughs> I, no. that, I open that can of worms right now. That, no, it, no, not in sexuality. The least protected and the least respected is what I meant. He went with a white man. You telling me 50 million black men wasn't trying to get with his black son? That's my saying with the black woman. The black, the least protected and least respected. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Why is he sucking a white man? Well, the, the it, whatever it is. Why is he on that? Least respected, respected, and the least protected is what I meant. I don't care about his gender. I'm talking about the fact that we still have slave mentality. Oh, of course, that's that's apparent. And like I said, I'm 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 one of the people who I don't try to make slavery like a, a crutch or an excuse. But when you see certain characteristics, right? I think it's not like it's not like in the slave feels like oh, you know, it's it's not that type of mentality, but. Even you know, I, like I, it's just it's just transforming to the same mentality, transforming to just some a little bit more um, subtle than what they were because you know it's politics and stuff like that. Even though I, I told you about my supervisor, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like he he he's just the exact same exact way. You know, first brother of color that was my supervisor and the worst one I've had in my whole entire career, uh, my entire career because what he's trying to prove and trying to use and trying to use. You know what I'm saying? Um, our struggle and stuff to his advantage because he was self-centered, narcissistic, and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. that, you know? So, like, he wanna he wanna be great when people all masses of money, but he gonna want what, what he's gonna find out though when he's old, gray, and gone. That all that money you have ain't gonna buy you no loyalty, no friendship, no peace, or no anything. You can have you can have whatever money and all that. All them people that you was trying to impress gonna be gone, and all people whose backs you stepped on, we gonna still be there saying fuck you. Like that's just how it's gonna be, but. Trying to win people, trying to win the, the the upper echelon people over, or trying to win the higher ups over. They do it all. They do it all the time, man. And, and it's it's a mentality. I, I I see it as a mentality. It's it's a mentality. Just like we all said, oh, let's go, let's all band together and do something. You can have one person be like, nah, man, I ain't, you know, you no, know, I ain't doing that. You know, they're gonna find a reason to cop out. We never unify in that in, in, that, in that manner. Uh, last part, last part on this. So I, I was in a Facebook group called. Uh, shop black owned businesses right 
and I was in there, you know, trying to just, I want to promote a small business, minority businesses too, not just black owned business, minority businesses in general. I, I try to promote them and stuff, but it was a lot of like uh, scammers, you know, with the SBA loans and bots yeah. and stuff like that, to the, to the telegram links and all stuff like that. So I saw some sisters on there that commented, they were like, I'm about to leave this group. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go make, I'm, I'll make a new group. You know, I ain't got no, you know me, I ain't got, they ain't going to pay me. Nothing. I really did that from the goodness of my heart, right? So I made the group. I start sharing with people like, hey, you want a group without no bots? I, I, I could be the admin. I could some other people be the admin. We can help each other. Do you know, it was one uh, lady that, that after a while, she said, oh, I'm a, scam, I'm a scammer. I'm trying to get over on people. I'm, I created this group to, to shut down black businesses. I say, I want to say, bitch, are you serious? Are you free? like, I'm talking this within two weeks. She's like, oh, he advertising. He trying to, he just trying to steal our money. I'm like, I ain't even asked nobody for him. What are you talking about? But that's just the mentality. Like I'm saying like you, we never could be unified, even with a fucking Facebook group. Yeah. But how many, well, how, how many people hopped on her bandwagon when she said that though? It was a few, it was a few of them that did. It was a few that's of them what I'm saying. And so he, you know me being petty too. So she's like Gucci sheets and stuff. I'm like, I she's like he he never he, she's like, she what she said. He always scrolls past my stuff and never likes it or shares it or something. I said and I said maybe I, I don't like fake Gucci stuff. Maybe I don't like fake Fendi. Maybe I don't like fake. She she and but she's like, oh he's a scammer. He's a scammer. I'm like how am I scamming? I I, I asked nobody for nothing but to join the group so that a human can be in control because the other group we in. It's like a crypto one of them. You know, one of them crypto pages is in charge of it. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 not a real person. So that's why people in there scamming, scamming, scamming. So I made something new. And I keep advertising the people, but like I said, man of my business, not doing nothing wrong like that. But of course, here we go, here we go. You know, what I'm saying somebody trying to pull something down and start some. It's 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 a slave mentality. It's such a slave, and there wasn't nobody white there at all. It's it's a mentality right there. Like oh, I'm He's gonna, the plant. You know, I'm 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 gonna make him look bad, and make and because it's, it's like nine thousand people in the group, of those, like nineteen thousand people in the group. Now you're trying to out me, and make me look bad. You know, what I'm saying I, I, I was finding a good way. I said maybe I can connect with you know network with black businesses. You know, if we want to do something later on, we can. And, you know, maybe interview them or anything like that. You know, what I'm saying so. Even with good intentions, <laughs> we still pay the cost. So that's all I got to say about that, man. This is, the mentality is bad. You know, and I, I know we, we probably went super deeper than we should have on this one, but. Sometimes you can have these conversations, man. I, I, you know, I love my fun and and sexy conversations too. But I, you know, I'm all about balancing my life too. Sometimes you gotta address the shit that's going on in the world because it should show that yeah, we know what the fuck's going on just because we have fun and know how to you know be sexy, have fun, and talk shit. Don't mean you know we ain't got no other type of conversations we can have too. So exactly, I don't always want it to be a topic on sex because some things run deeper and they're personal things that we can address that somebody else may have never wanted to address because they didn't know how to address it. They never, they thought deep, but didn't think as deep as, Hey, maybe it's not me tripping that I felt like this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, cause you know, next week could be a whole different topic on sex and we'll get there again. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? It's right, just right. some days when you see things. And like I said, it did tie in the sex, but I don't want it to be just about the sex. It's the aftermath of sex that makes a big difference too. what you mm-hmm. do while you're having fun. What about the mess you got to clean up after the fun? Once mm-hmm. you want to come off your ass, what about the rest of it? You do yeah. have other stuff that <laughs> come that didn't reach your crack of your ass, went down to the cooch and made that product. So mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? So it is a deep. Yeah, that deep psychological mm. that you don't think about sex is good until you get into the deeper psychological why you had that sex, why you chose this guy, why this baby is like this. I mean, it's so many different layers to mm. sex than just mm. the sex itself. So sometimes I feel like, and I can tell you that, that bothered me for like all this week. And I kept saying, do I really want to touch that? Because it's a touchy subject. But I mm. felt like I felt really needed that we needed to actually mm. 
talk about that. For some reason, it was just so strong on my heart. And then like I told you today about quitting my job, it made me realize a lot of things about the psychological. Who do we turn to when we're going through this, when you're an oopsie baby? Who can you turn to when you know you don't have that shoulder to cry on because oopsie kids don't have the support as the loving kids? They're not going to have the same love and nurturing as the playing kids. Sometimes mm. you don't get that same. Like I said, it's a whole. It, it's we can go deeper than just deep. You see what I'm saying? Oh, it I is a it. real subject. Man, I, I get it. I get it. And that's and you know that's why. And, and I'm, like I said, I ain't trying because I noticed like a lot of podcasts. But well, we talk about sex, relationships, blah blah blah. But a lot of people don't even want to talk about the fun of sex, right? And we can't. You can't. We can't forget that yeah, sex is fun and all. But you can't forget that at the end of the day, there's a lot of aftermath to go around with sex. The sexual like abuse, sexual like you know after, after that sex, like you said after that come got wiped off your ass. What, what about the little baby or whatever that's left after? It's a lot of different. It's it's a lot of different aspects of that. You know. We ain't scared to talk about it because everybody talking about fun. That's the reason why everybody think everything is fun. And then all the aftermath, they don't know how to deal with it because they all, they all it was only thinking about fun. There you go. Unfortunately. So that's all we got for y'all today. Uh, Azon, you, you, you got to give them the, get them the disclaimer because, you know, what, what, what you always say. <laughs> Again, this is personal experience. We're not doctors, lawyers, psychologists, psychiatrists, or therapists. This is just expressing our opinions, just hoping to give somebody else an outlet to understand they're not alone in this. So, again, we're not Kevin Samuels. We're not Ayana Van Zandt. Just two black folks giving out black folks' opinion. That's it. And I hope you can learn from it, take from it, and maybe start a topic in your own household or family over something like this in order to heal, in order to understand why you are who you are, where you are. But again, at the end of the day, if you're listening, I appreciate it. If you have an opinion, hey, sometimes we actually want feedback. We actually want opinions. We actually want people to say, hey, I understand that. I've been through that. Or here, this is how I work through it. Somebody else helps somebody else. That's all we need in order for the black community to heal. I help you. I'm my brother's keeper is a real thing. If I help you, you help me. We can grow and heal. That's just how Zone feels about it. Marquise, that's my closing statement. Mm. Well, we're going to close on that. We thank everybody for listening. Appreciate y'all listening here. Appreciate y'all's time. You know, we got to get a little deep sometime. And today's one of them days, you know, because we, we, we multi-layered people. We versatile people here. We can have fun, be drunk, talk sex and stuff. And we can talk about the aftermath and seriousness of, of mental trauma as well. That's that's what makes us so versatile, man. So like Zone said, you know, hopefully we help one. All, all it takes is one listener to have listened to this episode and, and got some insight on it because I'm not about numbers. Yeah, I, I say all that about the 3K downloads and stuff like that. That ain't, that's not, that's not, I mean, it's not the pivotal point of existence. It's just, it's good to know people out there listening, though. I tell you that much so that's good and uh we thank you all for listening so make sure you go follow flavoring your podcast on uh, facebook flavoring your podcast on instagram uh, keep keep looking out for uh other episodes all types of episodes that we have coming up uh and uh, we thank you all for listening we'll catch you all on the next one peace out have a safe morning afternoon or evening wherever you are yep. in the world we will catch you all on the next one peace
thanks for tuning in to another episode. Please leave an honest review, subscribe, and share. Listen to us on all platforms. Follow us and ask questions on Twitter at Marquis Podcast Mailbag. Follow us on IG at Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. And like our Facebook page, Flavor In Your Ear Podcast. For exclusive content, info, special offers, and free entry into our monthly giveaways, send your email address to flavorinyourear247 at gmail.com to join our email list. If you're anxious, we have a snippet following our next episode's topic. Peace and love. Thank you.